Jean in Santa Rosa. Len Tillum, Jean, how come you're calling a lawyer? <laughs> My husband and I both were injured in a fall outside of Rayleigh's Market. Turned out of sliding glass doors and turned to left and slid all over the place because pumpkin stems were all over the ground. They had not been cleaned up. It was Halloween time and had a bin of pumpkins on the outside of the building. So wait, they had a big bin of pumpkins there and somehow the stems in the pumpkins fell on the floor? The kids knocked them out or something? No, the kids had pulled the stems off. It was a fun thing. So how many stems were on the ground, would you say? Oh, 20, 25, 30. And, I didn't count them. And you, you were walking in, looking where you're going. You didn't see the stems. No, on the we f- were walking out. Walking out. And what happened? And uh, we got through the sliding doors, went to make a left, and I slid. My husband went to catch me. He fell against a concrete post, knocked him unconscious. I fell on my side, and I have had serious back problems for several years, was under treatment, doing better. Of course, the fall did me in. And how old are you, Jean? I just turned 83. That happened a year and a half ago. I was 81. So this was in, what, October 2011, right before Halloween, huh? Mm -hmm. And how old is your husband? He's 78. Okay, so... You've got two years after the date of the accident. Within right. two years, you've got to file. There's a two-year statute of limitations. So you've got five or six months left. You've got to file in court. And how are you doing now? Are you still hurting? I mean, 83, oh, yeah. 81, you take a flop. You don't get better so fast. No, you don't, especially when you've had previous problems. Uh, we do know Rayleigh's is self-insured. Uh, their investigator called after we filled out papers and said they would pay my husband two seventy five for his two visits and x ray. Two hundred seventy five dollars. The they'd pay me was three hundred dollars. Yeah. Three five hundred dollars, five seventy five. It's terrible. Look No, um, it's three. Flat three hundred for you and, and two seventy five for him, right? Right. Yeah, he five took the two seventy five. He already took the money? The 275, right. And he signed? Yes, he did. Why would he take $275 from a fall that knocks him unconscious? Well, his primary thought was he had only injured his shoulder. He had no problems with headaches or anything. So he went ahead about four his, months ago. His settling, his settling hurts your case. Because now, when you go to a lawyer, it's just you. And were mm-hmm. it your lawyer, your husband, and, and you going to the lawyer, lawyer said, gee, I can make a little more money on this. They might be more interest, interested. You, you're what's known as an eggshell plaintiff. Let, let me explain that. Okay. Um, if you tap someone on the head, they teach you this at law school, if you just tap somebody on the head and they have an eggshell head and the head breaks open and you, you, know, you were careless and you weren't supposed to do it, you're responsible. So you had a bad back. You had like an eggshell back. Mm-hmm. And you fell over in the store because of those, you know, the, the pumpkin stems on the ground. And your injury is worse than if you didn't have this bad back. So Rayleigh's is still responsible. Um, what Rayleigh's will say, however, is they're going to say, no, Jean wasn't hurt in the fall. She had this pre existing condition, and she's blaming all of her woes and troubles on the fall. Um, and you got to prove it was their fault. 
you have to prove they knew or they should have known about you know maybe poor lighting and the and the um, stems on the floor. If they say, well, the kids just put the stems on the floor two minutes before we you know you fell, we didn't have time to clean it up. And, and supermarkets. But some of them were dry and some weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But supermarkets keep logs of when they sweep up. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you slip on a grape in the produce section and the grape just fell on the ground, you can't sue Rayleigh's for it because it, they didn't have time to clean it up. If it was an old, moldy grape, then it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Have you spoken to any lawyers about this case? Uh, about a month ago, I got in touch with two lawyers. One uh, is, was leaving on a long, prolonged trip with her husband and wouldn't take it. And the other lawyer I called twice left messages with secretary, no return calls. Yeah, it's a tough case. It's a slip and fall case. And there's only one plaintiff now to sue, and that's you. You may have trouble finding a lawyer. That's the problem. And if Mm -hmm. the statute, I'll talk to Jim Gagan about it and see if they're interested. I'm not sure whether they'll take the case or not. He does personal injury. But you've got to do something before October 2011 or you're out of luck. I'm sorry, before October 2013 or you're out of luck. So it's just a tough case. You may consider suing them in small claims court. You may do better there, you know. But it doesn't oh. sound like you're willing to take a few hundred bucks for all your injuries. Well, I've spent about 5000 out of pocket. What about Medicare? Hasn't Medicare paid those Medicare bills? Medicare has paid. They've paid about 2500 But I understand as of the first of the year, Medicare now uh, will not cover my... If, they, if I had a suit... And it was settled. They want to be repaid. Yes, they no. They will not cover my back after that. I don't know if that's true or not. I think you Well, have that's what the representative that called me. The Medicare said. representative said if you collect any money, they're not going to cover your back after that. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because they would take, if I got a settlement, yeah. they would want to be repaid for the monies already put out. Okay. And that's understandable. Right. The new thing, as of the first of the year, according to the representative from Raley's that called me, is that Medicare will not cover my back after that period of time. That makes no sense, because if you injure your back in something unrelated to Raley's in the future, I I don't think that rep was telling you the truth. I will look into it. I'm pretty familiar with Medicare. We work with it a lot, and I've not heard that. But you do have a difficult case, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. I would talk to some other lawyers, that's for sure. 866-536-1000. Sam in San Jose. Len, tell him, Sam, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Uh, So I was renting a property in Fremont, California, uh, along with my sister, but I moved out after I got married. So anyway, uh, we were renting the property, and it foreclosed on us while we were renting it. And uh, it foreclosed back in October last year. And when the bank repossessed it, we asked them about the rent, and they said, don't worry about it. Uh, you can just move out after 90 days. So we moved out last month in February. So you had no three months of free rent? That is correct, yes. Okay, and how much was would the rent have been? Were you paying it? So the original rent when he signed the lease was 1650 but my sister, not having had a stable job, um, talked to the landlord, told him that we were going to move out, so he reduced the rent to 1350 some time ago. Okay, so in other words, you didn't pay 1350 for three months to the bank now? That is correct. Okay, and how come you're calling me? So I'm calling you to find out if, uh, if we should ask for the security deposit, because when we rented the property, the security deposit we paid was 1650 and we haven't gotten that back. So you know, I was just wondering if we have a case, if we should go after the previous homeowner. 
you got a case which is not very sympathetic. I mean, here's what's going on. The bank gave you three months of free rent. Right. And that's worth more than your security deposit. I guess you could sue. Um, The new owner of the property, the bank, is responsible for returning to you the balance of your security deposit, less the cleaning expenses. Okay. And you can even go after the person who lost the condominium in foreclosure. Because right. that person was obligated to return the security deposit to you under the terms of the lease. So right. you could sue them. I mean, good luck. The person who got the condo foreclosed, do you even know where that person is? No, I don't, actually. Yeah, so I had a got, feeling that he, he had this planned. Well, you know, he's gone. And even if you sue him, he's probably broke and has no money. And you've got to have a pretty big set of cojones, I'm telling you, to sue the bank for the security deposit when they right. let you go rent for three months, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. I, I think if I were the bank and they sued you and you sued them to get the security deposit back, I would counterclaim for the unpaid rent. Okay. So I'd walk Fair away enough. from it. That's for sure, okay? Okay. Okay. It's not worth going after the previous homeowner. Uh, you're a real nervy guy. The, you can go after the previous homeowner, but this person went through a foreclosure. You don't know where they are. You're going to sue them for $1,600. You'll get a judgment. All you'll have is toilet paper. You'll never collect, you know. Right. Fair enough. So, the reason why I ask is that when the property foreclosed, I called him. I told him, hey, this is what's going on. And he insisted that I keep paying him rent. But you didn't. I didn't know. I didn't, of course. No, he was a crook. You know, this crook is never going to give you back your security deposit. Fair enough. All right? Good luck. Thanks, man. Yeah. Can you imagine? Live there three months and still wants to sue the bank. Now, I don't know. I know you don't like banks, but that's kind of tough. That's for sure. You got legal problems. I've got legal answers. 800. I'm sorry. 866-536-1000. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 866-536-1000. Len Tillum. News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. 866-536-1000. you got legal problems. I've got open lines. I'd love to hear from you. Donna. Hi, Lim. Hi. Why are you calling a lawyer, Donna? Okay. First of all, you helped me a lot with my aunt who's gone, but that's another story. But I have a very dear friend who um, was receiving SSI. She just they just told her they terminated her SSI because she has a cash surrender value of life insurance policy of four thousand dollars for her burial. And um she's had it since the nineties and they're just now cutting deciding to cut her off. And what she wanted to know is, um well I wanted to know because I'm trying to help her, can she switch it over to a term life insurance policy? Yeah, she can. The reason she lost SSI, what were they giving her? Like nine hundred a month or something like that? Believe it or not, only two hundred and something. What happened was she gets the SSI because she has less than two thousand dollars worth of assets. So if you got an mm-hmm. insurance policy that's got a cash surrender value of four grand, goodbye SSI. So yeah. she can if she can, she can convert it to what's called a paid-up term life insurance. Take the four grand and buy term life insurance with no cash surrender value. You know, you can do a tax-free exchange. and Or else she could just cash in the policy and spend the money. Um, and there is a transfer penalty on that. It might be four or five months, but then she's got to reapply for SSI. But if she could... Take the policy, not take the money, and convert it into a term life insurance policy that she'll pay if if she dies in that amount of time. You know, or she could take the four thousand dollars 
and purchase burial, you know, a burial plot and pay for it that way. David, is burial insurance exempt from SSI? I I think um Oh, up to $1,500. So she yes, gets $4,000 from the policy. She can buy burial insurance for up to $1,500 and spend the rest of the money. Ask her what she wants to do, and then she should call me, and I'll help her work out a spend down on the radio. We do that a lot, okay? Because she could use a spend down. She also has a... Um, Does she have a lot of debt? Retirement. The retirement is exempt. Years old. How much retirement does she get a month? Uh, well, she she has a retirement that she hasn't drawn down on, and she's seventy two. Yeah, she has to take those it's periodic. Not that much. Uh, yeah, but at seventy and a half, you have to start taking periodic minimum distributions. They've been giving her um, what, once a year about five hundred dollars, and that may be another reason. Does she also get some social security? Doesn't she? Yes. Right, and she only gets two fifty because I guess if you combine her social security. With her SSI, that gets it close to about 900 a month, right? Lynn, believe it or not, no. What is she living on a month? She was only living on about, originally, close to 800 How the hell do you live in the Bay Area anywhere on $800 a month? Won't even luckily, pay for food. I know. Well, luckily, she had subsidized housing. Right. She hasn't lost that, has she? No. Right. They still give her Medi-Cal. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also got Medicare, so the Medi-Cal helps pay for some of the drugs, I guess. Yes. You know, the, me- the medications. So that, but they're dinging her on everything now for some reason. No, I, I understand. Donna, where does your friend live? San Francisco. Well, if she, Arden Kwan in my office does a lot of Medi-Cal planning. She, she's a master's in social work. She's not a lawyer. I may be the only law office in the state that has, you know, a master's in social work and gerontology on staff. Arden does the Medi-Cal. She helps people who go to a nursing home, protect assets. She works with SSI and disability benefits. Mm-hmm. If your friend calls the office or if you call the office, and mm-hmm. Arden will talk to you on the phone at no charge and help her figure it out, Okay. Oh, really, Arden? Arden, you got a pencil? I got a pen right here. It's Arden Kwan, K-W-A-N. She works for me. She's here now. She does the Medi-Cal mm-hmm. planning. She knows all that. And if you call 707-996-4505, call the office, not the radio, 707-996-4505, and set up a time, Arden. Tell Ray, when you talk to Ray, what happened on the radio. I'll tell her, too. We'll set up a time. We'll talk to your friend. If you could be there on the extension, that would help. And we'll help her figure out what to do, okay? Can I'm off next um, Wednesday. Can we set it up for then? Yeah, call the office, 707-996-4505. Call right now. Ray's there. I'll tell her you're okay. going to call. Tell her you want to set up a free consultation with Arden on the phone. And Ray will also tell you what kind of information you'll have to have ready for when you talk to Arden, okay? Okay. Sure. Right, thank you Happy so much. Happy to do it. My pleasure. Thank you. Let's say hello to Patty. Patty in SoCal. Lynn Tillen, Patty. How come you're calling a lawyer? <laughs> well, because right now I've got a trial date set for June 10th, 2013. Myself and my husband versus Dominican Hospital and James Cohut and everybody involved in the surgery. And wait, 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 wait. Before you, wait a minute. You're, do you have a lawyer? Well, he quit. He quit. And you're having... A medical malpractice case going on, right? Yes. 
And um, what happened? My husband went in for a um, an endoscopic transphenidal removal of a, of a pituitary tumor. How old is your husband? He was 59. And what happened? Well, they just went... Um, went in there to remove it through his nose and and during the surgery well they say post operatively he had an abnormal neurologic exam and dilated pupils and failure to regain consciousness and then uh, the post op ct scans showed a subacnoid hemorrhage and oh, wait 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 that doesn't mean anything to me listen to me what's wrong with him now after this surgery oh my god he can't he can't. He's he's in an impaired state of consciousness. He can't. He can't basically see, talk, or walk. His third perennial nerve has been damaged. His eyelids don't. So open. where is he in a nursing home right now? He's been in a nursing home for this whole time, and then I finally brought him home. He's under. He's living at home with myself and my three adult children, and we're caring for him twenty four seven. Amazing. You're doing uh, look. So you had a lawyer. It sounds like a good medical malpractice case. Did the lawyer hire an expert witness to see what was going on? Or did what mistake well, the house? He he said that he you know talked to an expert on you know these kind of you know a neurologist expert or a neurosurgeon. He talked to an anesthesiologist, and he didn't seem to get very much information. That wait, wait, is, is he? Did the lawyer say that the expert witness? You see, you can't sue a doctor just because there's a bad result. Sometimes bad results happen in surgery. That has nothing to do with malpractice. You need an expert witness to say the doctor wasn't up to the standard of care of a regular doctor. So, but wait a minute, you're set for trial when in June of this year? Yes, June thirteenth. And the lawyer quit. Yes. You, he just wait a sent minute. me a letter. You can't just quit. If you have a trial date and your lawyer is your lawyer can't just walk away. Your lawyer has to go to court and get permission from the court to drop the case. You can't just abandon a client, you know, a month or two before a trial. So has the lawyer brought a motion to court asking to be removed from the case? Um I I don't know if he's done that, but I know that there's um the the anesthesiologist that was involved in the surgery, he um, has a judgment thing that he said, I got a thing delivered to my house saying that he was, you know, with all his experts saying why everything went. Look, it, here's what's going on. I, you're never going to find another lawyer to take this case. A I medical, know. I, and, and you could complain to the bar, the, the state bar. A, a lawyer cannot withdraw from a case if it adversely affects your case, the court will not let a lawyer just quit two two months before a trial or three months. He can't dump you. So I don't know. Did you sign a substitution of attorney letting him quit? You know what? I think I think I might have signed something. Well, if you sign a know. substitution, it's over, Patty. You you got really? yeah. I think so. You better find out what's going on and and see it or have another look. I think I did because I didn't. I'm just this person, I'm a wife. Who's if you signed a substitution of attorney, you let him off the case. This case will be dismissed. You're going to lose. You cannot try a case like this without a lawyer. And you've got to have a lawyer who just does medical malpractice. I'm sorry to tell you this, but that's a real problem. Stick around. We've got more. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. You've got legal problems. 
pick up the phone and give me a call. It's 866-536-1000. All kinds of legal problems solved. Linda in Sebastopol. Len Tillum, Linda, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Uh, my parents own the home they live in in San Mateo County, and they own the home that I live in in Sonoma County. Uh, they have a trust. My father passed away um, last month. My brother has been advised that both properties should be appraised as of the date of our father's death. I'm, I'm wondering why this is, um, and I'm wondering if you believe that should be done. Okay, let me, let me answer that. Okay. Let, let me, and then you can ask your other questions. Okay. Uh, your parents probably own the property, your, you know, the house you live in and their home in com- as community property, husband and wife. Yes. So when one of them dies because it's community property, the house gets and your property gets what's called a complete step up in basis. So if they pay $35,000 for it and now it's worth $500,000, before your father's death, had they sold your house for $500,000 and their basis, how much they paid for it was $35,000, they'd have a $465,000 capital gain. But since your father died and it was community property, don't ask me why, but the whole house gets what's called a step-up in basis, and the value of the house for the, term, for the purposes of determining capital gains taxes, the value of the house is the value on the date of your father's death. And it's easier to get it appraised now than a few years from now, just because it's, you know, it's easier to establish values now. Um, is your parents' estate over $5 million? No. Well, your mom probably should do some trust administration. When you have a trust, which they do, right? Yes. Well, the properties and, and their accounts that are in the trust are in both of their names. It's mom and dad as trustees of their trust. Your mm-hmm. father's name has to be removed as a trustee. He's gone. He can't be the trustee anymore. Um, by establishing the date-of-death value of your parents' assets, you know... Was there any property that was your father's separate property? No. And it all gets a new cost basis, which is equal to the date of death of the value of those assets. Um, They may have an AB trust, which they probably don't need now. When did they do this trust? Oh, a while ago, and it's been revised just like the last, in the last year. Oh, okay. Well, um, sometimes people have AB trusts, which require the surviving spouse to split it in half. You know, create one for the A and one for the B, the bypass trust. I don't know if it's so necessary to do now because, you know, the estate is under $5 million. There won't be a state tax when your mom dies. But it's a good idea when somebody dies to review the trust and go over it. I see. Okay. Okay. Does that answer your okay. questions? One more question. Okay. Um, see, I, I am to inherit the, the home that I live in, and the idea was that the taxes would not be go up because it's going from a parent to a child. Does this all change now with this? No, no, no. Your parents can leave $1 million, um, their their home, plus $1 million of assessed real estate to their children. And the assessed value is what it says, not the actual value, but the assessed value on the um, on, on the property tax bill. So you, you follow me on that? No, I, I'm sorry. Okay. So, so, so I'm paying uh, property. The the property rate is like 1968. Is that going to go up now? You mean the house is assessed at 1968 dollars? Well, that's how much the tax. No, that's the year. 
that they bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happens is your parents, how much is your home worth that you're living in? Oh, 400000 maybe. Okay. Right now, um, your mom's property tax is not going to go up any faster than the 2% increase each year that's allowed by Prop 13. You got that? So uh-huh. it, it raises a little bit. But when you inherit the property from your mother, mm-hmm. there will be no reappraisal. You will keep your mother's low property taxes. Okay. Okay. But is the house, does the trust say you're getting the house or the, does the trust say you're dividing the estate equally with your brother? That's important. It says that I'm getting the house. Okay. Because if it's a direct transfer from parent to child, there's no Prop 13 reappraisal. The counties are going broke now. If parents say, well, I'm dividing my estate equally between my two children and the house you're getting is worth more than half the estate, the county could say you've gotten a gift or a transfer from your brother and part of the house could be reassessed. But as long as the whole thing is coming from your mother, parent to child, there's no reappraisal. Your property taxes will stay the same. Wonderful. Okay? Thank you so very much. You're quite welcome. Thank you. You got legal questions? 866-536-1000. We've got all kinds of legal answers. Emily in San Mateo, why are you calling a lawyer? Um, I'm calling a lawyer because uh, my 68-year-old mother, uh, who's a social worker and is unsavvy as they come, was identified by the IP address at her house. Um, as having downloaded and shared a really raunchy porn movie. Your mother's how old? 68. She's not into porn, is she? Uh, no. (laughs) So what happened? Do you know? Um, the best guess is the only reason she had internet at her house was she had some, uh, people renting a room, um, that wanted internet. So she, uh, was too nice and said, okay, if you pay the difference, I'll add I'll add it to my Comcast. In other words, Comcast, you know, gives you TV pictures and you pay a little extra, you can get the internet, right? You get Wi-Fi from them. And that's Um, what she did. Yeah, they got a cable modem. Yeah, Uh, okay, on her name. So the tenants, are they still there? No, no. The tenants downloaded a lot of pornography, it sounds like. And who is telling your mother that she has to pay them money? So she got um, a letter... um, the, the actual letter from the lawyer is it's a lawyer for a specific porn producer. And, and where is that lawyer located? There, The suit was actually fought, or the, the letter. legal action is taking place in Washington, D.C. Now, wait a second. You get a letter from a lawyer in Washington, D.C. is one thing. You have a lawsuit filed against you in Washington, D.C. That's another thing. Was she served papers or did she get a letter from a lawyer and that's all? So far, she's gotten a letter from a lawyer saying that if she didn't pay uh, $3,500 by August 31st or $4,500 by September 14th, that they may formally add her to a list of defendants to be named in a lawsuit. Yeah, forget about it. You know, um, first of all, it sounds like now the adult movie industry is acting like the music recording industry, you know? So... um, this this lawyer has no idea about the circumstances. All they know is that a computer using your mother's internet connection was used to download dirty movies, right? That's it. They're going to have to prove your mother did it. I, I, I Look, if they sue her, they're going to have to do depositions and other things. It's very expensive. They may want to subpoena your mother's computer. 
I would just send them a letter explaining the situation, but I would not send them any money. Absolutely not. You know? Well, she doesn't have it to send anyway. Okay. So write them back a letter saying, you know, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't even answer it. I would just write back a letter saying my mother didn't do this. There's a mistake. She's 68 years old and she has no money. Is she receiving any government assistance or just on Social Security? Yeah, she's on Social Security. Okay. You say my mother has no assets. She receives Social Security. She's 68 years old. She did not do this. It must be some mistake. And we're not sending you any money. And I would leave it at that to hell with them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. But look, look what's going on, everybody. Look, what's going on is. You let somebody else use your internet connection, or you let somebody hook up to your Wi-Fi, right? And they download some pornography, or they download some other things, you know, some recordings, and you could get sued for it. I think the time has come to keep your Wi-Fi connections to yourself and people you trust. Don't let strangers use it, that's for sure. Makes another good reason to put passwords on your Wi-Fi thing before you can get into it. Who knows what they can download, and apparently it comes back to your address, your IP address. You got legal problems? I've got legal answers. 866-536-1000. Linda in Sonoma. Len, tell him, Linda, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. I'm calling. Um, I'm on Social Security. I'm 73. I have no assets. I have a, I own a truck. Um, and I'm just wondering, I, I owe, probably owe about fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars out in a couple of credit cards and i'm wondering if i should die before i get those paid off which i pay faithfully every month um my children aren't responsible to pay those off are they no 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 you don't own a house do you no okay yeah no no no. i i wouldn't worry about it um the car you say is in joint tenancy right with your son or the truck yes i put my son's name on it yeah and that's not name and my name and the, the truck is not subject to creditor claims and the bank account, no. how much is in the bank account? About $300 oh. my Christmas club. Right, right, right. So that, it's got your son's name on it also? No, actually, I have my my daughter's name on one and my other daughter's name on... Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your son, your daughters, anyone else in your family will not be responsible for any of your debts when you die. Okay? Wonderful. All right. If I should die before I get them paid off, it would worry me before I'm dying if they had Yeah, but by the way, there is a law, believe it or not, your kids are not responsible for you or your debts, but the law says your children or your next of kin are responsible for your burial or cremation. So the county right, well, pays if you... Bro- what? I beg your pardon? I, say I, I do have life insurance to cover that, so they won't be, you know, they won't have to pay that. Okay, well, let them know where the policy is and that they're the beneficiaries and that should cover it, okay? They've already, I've already done that. Right, by the way... And I appreciate it. That, that's a big load off my mind. Yeah, but by the way, um, if you go to my webpage, lentillum.com, you should have an advanced health care directive, you know, a pull-the-plug document? I do have one, okay. and it's in the hospital. Oh, good, because I was going to say you can get one free from my webpage, lentillum.com. But you've got one already. Well done, Linda. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate your help. Yeah, but by the way, you know, I, I do trust in the state's elder law. I do a column called Elder Advocate. It was in Monday's Chronicle. And my webpage, lentillum.com, has a lot of information there. And if those of you need an advanced health care directive, the pull-the-plug document, Go to lentillum.com. You can download one for free and get it right there. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. 
Catherine in Ronit Park. Len Tillum, Catherine, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, Glenn, yeah, I'm calling about the new uh, certificate requirement by DMV. It's a star station. Yeah, as I, a, let, let me say something. I think as of this year, certain cars have to pass a more rigorous smog test. It's called the STAR program. It's cars that have failed smog checks because they got high emission levels and certain makes and models that have, you know, have historically had problems. What kind of car you got? I have an 03 Cadillac DeVille, and Two. I just bought it three years ago, and I'm still paying on it. And now to get this car smogged, they want $81. I went to Victory. They said the car is going to fail because the check engine uh, light's on. And Wait, wait. They want $81 just to, to give you a pass it or $81 to just look at it? No, $81 to smog it because it's a star smog. And these, the, these technicians, there's only two people in Rona Park that will do it. There's a handful of Santa Rosa that will do it. Now, now, wait a second. If you pay the $81, will you get a smog checkoff or you still have to do work to the car? Oh, I still have to do work. They're, they're uh, guesstimating over $4,000 worth of work on my car. Oh, my God. And I'm still paying $3,000 on the car. Now, here's the flip side of it. Yeah. I know I can get the car uh, registered up in Mendocino County and you know, or Hillsburg, which I do have family up there. Wait, wait, wait. Why can you register it in Mendocino but not in Sonoma County? Well, because they require smog here up in Mendocino. Uh, they do not require smog up in uh, that particular area. I don't believe that. Mendocino County does not require a smog test? Hillsburg, yes. That Hillsburg, Hillsburg, you're telling me, does not require the smog? outside rules is what they said. They do not require it. I'm just repeating what the technicians at the, at the station okay. you know, told now, me. Okay, now, but that wouldn't that depend on where you live? Um, you know exactly. That's what I was trying to do. Since I have family up there, I'm asking you, uh, how do I go about doing a change of address and getting my car up there so I don't so have to go through this? You're asking I me how you. Co- you're asking me how you commit fraud. That's what you're well, asking. I don't think that's fraud. I think what they're doing to us right now is fraud with this new star and all this other stuff. I think it's. I think it's illegal. I called. Uh, wait, 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 Catherine. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get our terms right. The other government. They say yeah, certain old cars. It's the DMV. They pass laws. You know what I mean? The DMV works with the government. What they're doing is not illegal. Let, let's, I know you think it is, but it's not illegal. Okay? So they can do that. They're trying. They want to actually, their goal is to have your car repaired or retired. I'm looking at the star thing on their DMV webpage. Mm-hmm. Retired. They want to improve the state's air quality. So. If you fill out a pink slip or change of address, you're going to say, I swear I'm telling you under penalty of perjury, I live in Healdsburg or Mendocino, and you live in Ronit Park. I, I mean, are you going to give the car to somebody else and let them register it in their name? Is that what you're going to do? They live there. But I wouldn't lie on it. Well, I can't even trade it in at this point. I can't do a trade-in, and I still owe money on the car. I, I didn't expect this coming down. I'm a senior citizen on a fixed income. Uh, you know, I've called uh, Air Quality uh, Resource and the Bureau of Automotive, and, you know, they're the ones that put this into place. And Catherine, I, I, Catherine, stop bellyaching. I know it's terrible, and I know it's hard. But you're telling me all those things doesn't change anything. Nobody cares. You know, I, I'm sorry that this is happening, but that's the rule, you know, and, and 
it, what they've done is not illegal. I'm telling you right now. So you don't want to spend the money to get it smogged. Um, I don't. <laughs> right. So are you going to give the car to? Uh, so what you're saying to me is you're going to tell the DMV that you've moved and you're living in Healdsburg? No, I'm going to give it to one of my nieces up there. All right. Well, you know, if you transfer to one of your nieces and they insure it, I bet you'll get away with it. You know, she'll say it's her car. All right. That's, you know, if, if you give it to her, the intention is fraud, you know, to trick them. But I don't think they can prove it, you know. Um, by the way, well, I'm, is not your... trying, I'm not trying to fraud them. I'm trying to give my car to somebody. It's not worth it. Wait, wait a second. Catherine, Catherine, let me ask you a question. You're going to give it to your niece who lives in Mendocino, right? Yeah. Okay. Is she, who's going to drive it? You or your niece after you give it to her? My niece, we have to buy a new car. Oh, okay, good. All right, all right. So that that's not fraud. If you give it to her and she can drive it up there, that's fine. By the way, did you say the check engine light is on? Yeah, automatic failure. That means your car has to be fixed. That's not the fault it of the state. Fixed. It, it, I did. I took it down to Victory, and they said, it's just a glitch. Don't worry about it. That was a year ago. And then it... it it was off for about a month, and then it came back on, and this time around... I got it. Know, All I can say, Catherine, is that if you give your car to somebody in Mendocino, and they can get it smogged there, and they drive up there, and they live up there in a rural county where the air quality isn't such a problem, that's legal, and you can do that. If you give your car to your niece and you keep driving it in Ronan Park, that's fraud. Len Tillum, News Talk 910.